Welcome to another episode of Life on a Mission podcast. Before we get started here, I wanted to encourage all our listeners to subscribe to our podcast. That way you never miss a new episode. Also, rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and feel free to give us some feedback. We definitely appreciate all three of those things. I just wanted to start out the show by letting everybody know. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LomePod. With all that being said, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. Life on a Mission podcast. Back at it. And we're giving you another update on, you know, the the hottest topic as of late. Dogecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. And essentially, we're standing by our initial position. Fonz, I mean, I, I think we called it. We're being safe about this Dogecoin thing, man. Like, but but what's your take, man? Like, do you think it's something that someone should get into now, brother? Yeah, so pretty much. I mean, we talked about this what like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, man. Like probably two weeks ago, man. Yeah, I think um so pretty much um I've just been seeing this. I've I've been watching the chart, obviously, right? But um check this. So SNL Saturday, this past Saturday, uh, Elon Musk was hosting um, Saturday, Saturday Night Live, right? And I didn't know for, you know, I didn't even know for the life of me that this dude, was he's such a good actor, entertainer. You know, he has a lot of different um, personas to him. So it was really interesting, you know, just to see his character um, live on TV. But essentially, you know, he talked about Dogecoin a little bit, uh, made, you know, a couple references to Tesla as well, SpaceX as well. You know, I can understand that from a marketing self-promotion standpoint, you know, trying to, you know, move the market or whatever they call it. Um, So Dogecoin, where are we now? So I think when we talked about Dogecoin, it was about like maybe 20 cents around there. And since then, it's jumped up. So I think it's jumped up as far as high as around 71 cents. Um, don't quote me on that. You can check the chart yourself. But um, essentially, you know, people who I've, I've seen a lot of things on, on Twitter and social media, but uh, everyone like people have been calling me and saying, oh, have you have you gotten to Doge? Have you have you, you know? Any, do you know anyone who's gotten into Doge and had success and all this? And and I'm like, look, because I don't believe in it fundamentally, I'm not in it, and I'm not I'm not, you know, tripping over <laughs> not making any gains or anything on Dogecoin because I don't 
fully understand its fundamentals, use cases, and I don't see it in the long term. So, you know, when things come up, you know, when we have certain waves hit and, you know, certain things happen in life where, you know, we get to these stages where it's like you there's an opportunity for you to get rich quick. That's essentially what it is. Because now people are getting into Dogecoin, some people, for every person that's having success in it, you know, who got into it early, there's a whole large percent of people that are getting into it, chasing the gains, trying mm-hmm. to get rich, trying to get rich quick. And the thing is, I don't think that's the proper way to go about it because it, it not that it can't happen, it can happen, but like the, you know, the percentages of that or the chances of that happening is super low. And, you know, it's better, in my opinion, to get into something that you're fully behind and fully understand and just hold it in the long run. Because essentially, you probably make, you probably do more holding in something that you believe in, you know, that has value and use case. It can be used, it can be utilized in many different forms and fashions. Um, and you probably make more in that if you just exercise patience a little bit rather than trying to get rich quick. Um, but of course, you know, there's people who have got in and, you know, had some success. You know, maybe if they got in around 26 and got out at 71, you know, you definitely had some success there, depending on the amount of capital you put in. But if you're, if I've heard people who have got in and they put in like $800 and like, you know, they made some. Like, that's cool, but, like, if you're really trying to, you know, make some life-changing money, I don't really think Dogecoin is the way to go. But that's just my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny how you said that. I, hey. I had to hold it back. <laughs> Cause, I mean, because y'all have to think about how real what you just said was. Like, this this just popped into your life, what, like, two months ago for a lot of you people? And yet you're thinking this is, like, this is, a, this is the wave. Like, this is going to change my life. I'm telling you, it's it it's working for some, but for the some that it's working for, you gotta always balance with the others. Right. And come on, the others are 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 hurting real bad after again they're getting this SNL promo for Doge to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. And then immediately follow that with a market tank. I mean, <laughs> like uh, to the tune of almost what half, almost you know, very close to half. Well, we'll say 40%. I mean, because I, I don't want to come at you. They'll, they'll, they'll get very mathematical with me because there's a Dogecoin army. And we're not telling y'all that your gains aren't real, the ones who are actually realizing gains. We're not telling you that your gains aren't real. We're we're just saying that we don't see the fundamental use case for Dogecoin. And based off of that, you know, what we advocate on Life with a Mission are things that you can follow throughout your life, <laughs> you know. Like, um, I think without a shadow of a doubt, Microsoft, Amazon, Google will be here throughout my natural life. And honestly, I think even my children. That's how bullish I am on those particular companies. Dogecoin, I don't think will last longer than my naughty dread. <laughs> I think my naughty dread to be here longer than Dogecoin will. 
you know. Mm. So if my hair is going to grow long, you know, then it, that's how I look at <laughs> that's how I look at things. That's how I look all right. At things. So let me let me go back. Let me give a little historic historical context here, because Dogecoin it's not something that just came kind of came out the blue. It's been around for a minute, right? Yeah. So of course it was it was it was I think it came out like around 2013 2014. I, I don't know where where was I at that time. 2013. I think I was just starting. Starting college, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it was around in 2013. Just looking at the chart, looking at it historically, right? So this is not something that, you know, obviously, it it just came out of nowhere. Like it's been around. So for the people who have been in it since like 2013, you know, there's definitely people who with Dogecoin, if they got in that early, or you know, as, I'd say even as far as back as 2017, they probably millionaires now. So it's like it's 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 something that's been around for a while the thing is it just wasn't as talked about um you know it didn't have a elon musk or someone to that stature behind it obviously and um there's also because of dogecoin there's been a bunch of other subsidiary um meme coins you can call them or dog coins come out um i'm trying to find the list of them but while I do that, I'll just continue to talk about Dogecoin. So, you know, it's open source protocol, um, kind of used as a payment system or just a way to kind of exchange currency on the blockchain. Um, and it, it has a good community behind it right now. And I think that's one thing that kind of influences its swings in momentum. So if you see climbing up, climbing up and, and going down, I think the community behind it is kind of strong. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, if you're in cryptocurrency, those are one of the, that's one of the factors that you need to kind of take into perspective. I'm not saying go out there and get Dogecoin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is look at the communities that are kind of behind these cryptocurrencies um, as as far as, you know, what kind of information is is being presented um, on the white paper, on the website, what kind of public figures are behind certain cryptos um and what kind of community has been built up you know we talk about the internet age the information age the digital age a lot um and if you're using social media effectively it's easy for you to go and just find these communities i mean they're all over the place you can go on reddit on twitter uh you can go on you know facebook there's groups over there for just crypto dodge whatever whatever you need to find there's communities so you can go in these communities right on there on the trading view app there's a channel for for um, messaging, so you can go in there and just find communities where people are talking about specific cryptocurrencies, or even just a whole sector—not uh, sector, but maybe altcoins, for example, as opposed to the main top three, you know, cryptocurrencies that are exist in existence today. So finding these communities and seeing what kind of conversations are happening amongst other people kind of gives you a sense of the direction in which the cryptocurrency is going to be headed, if, if it has any longevity, if it's just something in the short term, if it's a pump or dump, pump or dump meaning you get in, and if you get in at a good price, you can get out at a good price and make some profit. So these are all things that you kind of use as an, an, an analytical um, tool for yourself. So that's what I do personally. Um, I'd suggest that for anybody who's starting out new, as well as reading the white papers and talking to somebody who's 
actually knowledgeable in this area um not just taking advice from online you know and and just because you see things happening online you know calling up other people's phones saying did you get in how much did you put in this this and that you know what i'm saying like i've been getting a flurry i've been getting a flurry of calls on my phone man people calling me hey i just got into ethereum i'm like all right that's dope that's dope what about dogecoin dogecoin did you get into that too I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are asking about Doge, but it's just, again, you know, Fonz and I, we kind of have the same investor port, you know, persona as we were. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, and essentially he he nailed this uh, at a micro level when he discussed the communities. Like at a micro level, that's what you're looking at for certain, you know, trends, as it were, with the different altcoins that you might want to get engaged in. So that you can plan your enter in your enter into that position, your middle play, and your exit out of that position. And the thing is, if you don't exit the positions that are finite, you know, meaning that they're not going to be, you know, just popping forever, then you potentially put yourself in a bad position. Or conversely, if you exit too soon, you put yourself in a bad position. Like some people, they saw SNL. They bought Doge uh, at 60 or maybe 70. And now it's sitting as of, you know, the uh, 12th at, you know, 2 o'clock my time, uh, 5 Eastern. Um, At this time, we're looking at 4 and some change. Um, You know, it's not that great for certain people who decided to panic sell at that point. And panic selling is something that you're going to be more inclined to do with a company that you don't believe in. You know, I I found myself guilty of that personally. And again, my persona, I understand very well based off of past performance (laughs) and self-assessment. And so I would personally not get into Doge. So again, we're not on these updates on Doge telling people flat out, don't do it. And 100% don't do it. We're saying, but most people don't do it. <laughs> like we're saying, but most people don't do it. Why? Because you're not going to do the due diligence potentially, or you're going to get into it at a premium and not leave at the appropriate time based off of potentially overburdening yourself. I'll say to do it in this case, in this case alone, if you are putting up enough money or just enough money that you can afford to lose, then do it. Why not? I mean, whatever. If you can if you can afford to lose it, go ahead. It's the casino. Do it. Do it. Right, right. You say, yeah, that's a great point. You only put up that kind of money if you're if you're willing to lose it. So if you're not willing to lose it, um, don't do it. And it's not like you're gonna miss out. I mean, people, like, yeah, I think if people realize that, like, this is like, a, if you look at history, there's always these moments where things come. And there's a wave or it catches fire and, you know, it lasts for, you know, six months, eight months, whatever it is. Uh, even if it dies down, at some point, there's going to be something else that comes back up. And, you know, if you're following these markets, if you listen to the podcast like ours, other people's podcasts, if you're following the right people online, doing your own due diligence, you're part of these communities, you'll be able to get into another position at a very early stage and then when it does blow up like dogecoin you know and other cryptocurrencies or other stocks or whatever 
you'll be you you'll already be in position and you'll be ready you you'll be those people who got in at dogecoin at 2013 14 15 and now you know they're just sitting as happy campers right <laughs> so <laughs> for people who the people who got in you know 14 15 oh it's a joke whatever it is let me just put the money in there hold it and just hold it you know if they didn't do anything from then until now they, they just you know they happy campers i mean that's all i can say they're just chilling so Hey, <laughs> like extra paid. I'm, I'm reading little stories now where people might have put like fourteen dollars in in 2018, and now the $14 is sixteen hundred dollars right now. It's like they're sending sixteen hundred. And again, these are the stories that you're going to hear about more than you hear about the losses, exactly. because I think that is part of the culture. If we're, right. we're to analyze the culture, yeah, I think the culture for that particular coin. If I'm gonna be honest, yeah, it's either hold till you die. Or it's I came in in 2018. I came in back way back, way back, and now I got the made back, made back. I'm seeing and, that kind of stuff. And like, and, and and um and yeah, that's true. I mean, like think about it like this: like if anybody, you know, if if people were putting out the message that oh my god, like I lost this much, or oh my god, I got into real estate and it went absolutely sideways. Or, you know, I, I got this stock and man, it didn't do nothing. I'm like, I lost X amount. Like if you keep putting out that message, nobody really wants to kind of get involved. You know what I'm saying? But if you put up if you put in your put up your wins, everyone's gonna be like, damn, yo, how did you do that? Yo, what what do I need to buy? What should I invest my ten thousand dollars in? You know what I'm saying? Right. So 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 people are gonna show their wins. But don't be so caught up in the in the wins, you know, as much. You also got to realize, like, hey, look at it objectively. And uh, I like looking at things from a very objective reality. So for every win I see, I'm like, there's about 10 losses. So Actually. I, I keep it in that ratio. I'm like, one person won, but I'm sure like 10 people lost. So That's how it works, right? Percentages, like percentages. I mean dry brag because i like to talk about technology i did a sharepoint assessment on linkedin the other day on right. the assessment i scored in the 95 percentile meaning like five uh the top five percent should i say of the of the test takers it's like 250,000 people took this test i'm in the top five percent that means 95 percent of the people who took this are below the top average of this when we're talking about what grades are i mean what's the 95 percent? that's an a right i mean i'm a ged but that's an a ain't it <laughs> like that's an a not everyone's going to get an a and you don't yeah. want to think about your plays in that way you want to be on a consistent average i'm not trying to become the a student per se or rather the person that puts in the a student effort day in day out onto something that I can't completely control. I mean, or that I don't have enough research on. So whereas though, I've done so much due diligence, like with Microsoft, I call myself an A student, 100%. Due diligence out the yin yang. Because there's so much that I can do. It's so available, the information. When we're talking about things that you can be extremely bullish on, we're talking about things that you have a lot of research on, a lot of documentation, a lot of proven use cases, a lot of triumphs. The only true triumphs that we have right now with Doge is that some people have made some money on it. Some people have made some money on it over a small period of time. 
we're talking about life on a mission. So if we're going to be the kind of people that take stances. I think, I mean, my stance is again, get into it. If you can afford to lose whatever you put in, if it's just another day at the casino to you and you won't be emotionally attached so that you're going to be able to make a more sound decision, which always seems to be hold, right? We're investing. You go ahead and sell that Dogecoin immediately. Let's talk about something serious. You sell that Dogecoin immediately. You're paying taxes on that capital gains tax. You're paying 30% up to yeah, you pay some bread. Mm-hmm. And if you go ahead and look at Dogecoin as the way that I'm going to go ahead and cash out, I'm going to get some money on Dogecoin, pay my rent or pay my bills or pay my Gucci bills or pay my thrills bills, you know, going on vacations and all that other stuff. You take all the money that you made from the Doge doing that. The thing is, when you are playing this game, they don't tax you up front. They get theirs on the back end. And if you don't have that money available on the back end during that time, you may have very well put yourself in a position where you get yourself out of position in taxes when it's time to pay them. You know, that's not a good look. It's not a good look. And definitely not for, again, something that's a, a, a circumstance of a small period of time where, again, you might not be able to cover that tax bill with Dogecoin again. You might not be able to hit that particular lick again. What I will tell you is your long-term growth with companies that we've talked about before on the podcast, I mean, it's pretty much guaranteed. And that's what we want you to be on, just the safest, most guaranteed path where, again, you put the work in it on your life. Again, because Dogecoin, let's peel back the onion a bit. Bro, wouldn't you agree that it's just for a lot of people a get-rich-quick scheme if we just pull, pull back the onion? Yeah, I think uh, if you like, you know, if you just kind of heard about this recently, you didn't like do the homework, you know, know that it's been around for quite a while. Um, like I said, like, you know, the people who got it in 2013, 20, between 2013, 2016, I mean, they, you know, they kind of did their homework as, or as much homework as they could at that time about, you know, Dogecoin. So, um, yeah, I think... Um, you know, there's always there's always another opportunity. You know, don't get hurt or sad. <laughs> you know, if you didn't if you didn't get to play this round, but um, I mean, look at the whole GME, um, the GME and what GME? What was it? GME GameStop and what? GME AMC. AMC, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look at that opportunity. I mean, if you didn't get to get into that, I mean, right after that, Dogecoin came. If you don't get it, get to get into this. You know, right after that, right after this is going to be another thing. So it's just, um, to me, it's just, um, you know, making sure that you see the, or you can identify things that are going to have a little bit of upside at some point and get in early so that, you know, your risk management is good. Because if you get in early, let's say you get in, let's say you get in into something, cryptocurrency, for example, let's say you get into it and it's under a penny, hmm. right? And you put in like, thousand dollars for example you 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 basically bought a lot of shares with a thousand dollars um and let's say that that cryptocurrency climbs up to one dollar now each one of those shares is worth one dollar so you've just made equivalent of the amount of shares that you had at a penny 
which could be a hundred thousand or even even over, depending on how much you you bought, how much the price was. So looking at it like that, if it does a one dollar increase, maybe if it does a ten dollar increase, now you just ten times the amount of shares that you bought at under a penny. So you just have to kind of get into things that you know you do your deal, due diligence on, have have um, conversations with you know knowledgeable people, people that are in this space actively, you know, earn your leisure, go on there and listen to what guys is talking about. Um, you know, there's there's a whole flurry of information in, in, on the internet. So make sure that you're find, you're finding trusted sources and that you're doing your own research just to qualify what other people are saying. And that's a very important thing. It's good to hear things from other people, but even when I hear stuff from other people, just to qualify it for myself and be like, does it make sense? I go and actually Google it up or cross-check it with somebody else or deep dive do an internet search and find out as much information I can about the topic or whatever I'm about to get into so that I can just cross-check what they said to make sure that it's legitimate. Critical. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you're very, very, you have a very good chance of making less mistakes. Very, very high. I don't even see how you can make mistakes because you're literally knowledgeable to the to the same level or degree from from the person that you heard the information from. So there's no reason for you to kind of get into something and, you know, have a gray area about it or anything like that. Agreed. That's the thing. You know, you have a world of information, you know, at your fingertips, people like we, we stress that a lot world information and you have different communities you can tap into sometimes you might have to pay to play a lot of times you can get in there for free and be honest with you different yeah. communities you can tap into where you can get like distilled information to really move forward off of you can get someone who's found the right books to read who's found the right white papers to read who's found the right information to proceed with when it comes to implementing things that you need to deal with every day, you know, and finance is something that you deal with every day. Cryptocurrency at the root of it, you know, it could be a million different things that pop like cryptocurrency. Why was it cryptocurrency? Because it's dealing with a, a root issue. That's why we believe in it long term. It's dealing with the root issue of finance and a way of, you know, allowing other people to finance. Again, research and do your due diligence. And also you can check in our previous podcast on you know, the, the origins of cryptocurrency and why we're bullish on it. And again, we think it's going to be along for, along for a long time, you know, along this ride with you. And so that means if it's going to be a part of life, you should be invested in it. You know, that it, I think it makes sense. I just think it makes sense. But you should be invested in it in a way that is not, I'm just going to get rich quick off of this. I'm not going to do much uh, research on it. I think cryptocurrency is going to be a part of a lot of payment systems in the future. I mean, it's already getting into PayPal. It's getting into a lot of different things. It will be a form of payment. I like to know things about money. I would suggest you all learn things about money um, as much as you can. I always want to learn more. I'm very ignorant in the topic, and I always need to learn more because of that, because I know there's so much more to know. And the more you know, the more you can grow in that particular field. And it's finance. It's money. Like It's very important. Very important. So cryptocurrency, people, just pay attention to what is happening with it. You know, pay attention. And then you can actually move with intentions that make sense. You know, you can actually do things. That will get you, you know, the you know the money. You know <laughs> that's what we all want out of it. At the end of the day, 
a lot of people are still looking at transferring and stuff in the fiat. They're not looking into buying things with Dogecoin. Look at that. Look at that. If you're looking into getting a Dogecoin to potentially replace your fiat, you're very likely one of the people that's winning in the Dogecoin space right now because you've done, you know, a lot of research. You've been engaged with this for many years. And that the culmination of those years of research and commitment and determination to stay with this thing have landed at you now having, you know, 10x profits and, you know, 1,000x profits, all kinds of crazy stuff going on, like unheard of numbers. So congratulations and thank you for setting the example to other people of doing your due diligence, and then holding the line that you you're know, gonna ride with. Like a lot of people are looking at me sideways about Coinbase IPO right now, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm riding the line and I'm buying the discounts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I don't got much else for this one, brother. Um, uh, you got anything to close them out with, my man? Um, no, nah, I think we kind of touched on everything uh, we wanted to on this episode, man. So yeah, just another informative uh valuable episode we hope a lot of our listeners got value out of this and you know we'll continue to kind of you know continue to bring you the information i mean the information's out there you know if, if people are not breaking it down to the level that we are uh you know we'll continue to do that because we essentially what we want is people listen to this and be able to break down things to the level that you know they're able to understand it as well so all of the key things that you know all the little key gems that we talk about and drop on here you know, we're really trying to make sure that, you know, you listen to this and you can start implementing a lot of these things into your life. Um, that way, you know, you don't necessarily have to No, we want you to listen to the podcast, of course. But, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like, we, you know, we want people to be self-sufficient out here and, you know, create a good life for themselves. So, yeah, continue to listen to the podcast, but definitely listen to gems that we're talking about and tr- test them out. You know, go online, you know, take a look at you know, a lot of the sites that I kind of put in the episode notes, I think in previous episodes, if you go on there, you find value in them, start looking at the market cap of these of these cryptocurrencies, start looking at the trading volume. Um, and I, what I would do is check it every, like, check it at the beginning of the month, check in the middle of the month, and then check it at the end of the month. Check the market cap and the trading volume. See how these things are going up. If you see the market cap going up, it's probably community driven. If you see the trading volume going up, it's probably driven by an influencer or somebody who's talking about it because it means people are actively putting money into that asset class. So those are two, you know, educational informative things I want to just drop before we wrap up this episode. So um, Steph, you want to plug them in? We appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, you can get me at uh, Twitter at GED Success Story on Instagram at Mr. Bottles. Mm-hmm. And then as far as uh, the company Twitter, we're Loam Pod. You can find us there as well as on Instagram, Loam Pod. Uh, Fonz, uh, go ahead and plug him in, brother. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Fonz underscore on a mission 27. And you can find me on Twitter at on a mission underscore 27. Um, With that being said, we once again, thank you all for listening and we will talk to you guys all in the next episode. So peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Life on a Mission podcast brought to you by Anchor by Spotify. 
Anchor was recently acquired by Spotify. Great acquisition, if you ask me. The tool set is allowing us to distribute our podcast all throughout the internet, essentially. And you can do the same. Now, with that said, if you need any advice about any of the context of the conversation that we had today, you can reach us at info at loampod.com. And additionally, on Twitter, at LoamPod, as well as Instagram, at LoamPod. Looking forward to hearing from you.